0: Hello, and welcome to Driving the Future, a show from Capgemini Invent. Throughout this series, we're going to be speaking to the top minds in the automotive industry from Capgemini and beyond to get an inside look at where the industry is headed and how companies can shape their own future. In this episode, Carl Cully continues to look at connected vehicles. Here, he talks with experts Hans Braun and Wei Song about insights we can take from looking at the Chinese market. Welcome to an automotive podcast by Capgemini. I'm your host, Carl Cully, and today I'm delighted to be joined by guests and automotive experts Wei Song and Hans Braun. Uh, we're going to be talking about the future of connected vehicles and the great potential that China holds as a market, and as outlined in Capgemini's new connected vehicle trend radar. So, a truly international podcast. I'm uh, an Englishman set in Krakow in, in Poland and Hannes a German in, um, in Shanghai and, and Wei, uh, Wei Song a uh, Chinese and joining us all the way from Beijing spanning the globe with this conversation. Without further ado I'll ask uh, my esteemed guests to introduce themselves. So can we start with Wei Song
1: please. Wei could you uh, tell us a bit about yourself and your role please. Thanks, Gao. So this is Wei from the automotive team, uh, Capgemini Invent China. I'm right now based in Beijing. I'm leading the automotive industries in China side. And I have uh, like around 15 years experience with the industry. I'm happy to take this chance to share my experience and insights. For the connectivity topic thank you
0: and, and now hans could you please introduce uh, yourself and your role absolutely carl
2: um also a big thank you for having me um, my name is hannes i'm part of the automotive team being based in shanghai uh, overall i am now in china since 2014 and majorly working for the automotive sector um, looking at oems but also automotive suppliers
0: well, it's, uh, it's great to have you on board. And um, I'm looking forward to, to discussing this fascinating topic with, with you both. So we could move on to the, the first question I have. And it's um, pertaining to, you know, as, as connected vehicles become more widespread, organizations, are of course, they're going to be looking to the markets with the most potential. And the new connected vehicle trend radar uh, by Capgemini highlights China, perhaps uh, unsurprisingly, as the market with the greatest potential. So, Hannes, maybe we could start with you. Could you tell us what kind of demand is projected for connected vehicles in China?
2: Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, Maybe taking a step back, uh, when you look at China, In terms of size, you have 1.4 billion people living in here. So the overall volume or penetration of cars in this market is enormous, meaning the potential in it. Now, uh, taking it a a step closer towards connected car penetration, we are currently looking at a rate of roughly 5%. That seems relatively low um, for the time being because China is also still considered as being a developing country, um, at least to some extent, officially. That means there is still a lot of potential uh, in the future, since the country is becoming uh, more and more richer, that people can afford uh, and are ready to invest into connected cars. When we are looking also at the the overall penetration rate, 5% um, as an overall ratio for China seems relatively low. But since China is also majorly organized into tier one, two, three, four, five cities, with the tier one cities, the major cities, uh, four as in Zamba, uh, Shanghai, Beijing, Guangzhou, and I think Shenzhen, um, leading the development of the country, in which cities also the penetration rate is much higher than in the rest of the country. So the penetration rate overall will probably move. In the coming years, down to the tier two and tier three cities, which are now um, the area of growth, not only for connected cars, but for overall uh, market penetration and all sorts of different industries. And with this trend and with this enormous potential in with an eye on the connected car market, the activity shift will happen from the US and or Europe towards Asia again you need to set uh, every development in the context of the sheer size of the population of 1.4 billion and the potential that is purely um, in terms of car size um, uh, car park size uh, in relation. Uh, So I think roughly at the moment we are having 150 to 200 million uh, cars in this country this gives you an, an idea on how The car uh, connected car penetration rate could look like in the future.
0: Sure, and yeah, and um, in the the upcoming uh, trend radar, you know, it tells us the demand for connected vehicles is is going to be particularly high in China, even more so than Europe and
2: and the US. Absolutely, this is also undermined. There are there various surveys also in the market underlining um, the great interest. Also, the, the consumer or customer behaviors, the, the readiness to adopt and try new technology in the market, being it hardware as well as software, is much higher in China than it is anywhere in the world. Um, if we speak in, in percentages and survey results, it can easily be said that China has an, an, an interest uh, in, in terms of customer of roughly 80% that would consider buying Connected car as their next choice. Uh, this is much higher compared to what we see in Europe and in the US with around 50 to 55%.
0: Well wow, that really is a, quite a, a market difference. Wei, could you tell us why this is and uh, just what kind of, uh, what is driving this demand of, of, for connected vehicles in China?
1: I think definitely Chinese market already been identified as a like high demand market related with connectivity topic based on the like customer demandings from the Chinese market. Actually, most of the like car owners are actually young generations. Then again, they're really looking for the vehicle itself can provide it the more digital services or connectivity services to make their life more easier.
0: Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, perhaps we could go on to talk about the particular technologies driving these trends in, uh, in China. Of course, it's, it's important, absolutely essential that the technological infrastructure is in place. Could, uh, maybe we'll start with, with Hannes. Could you talk about those technologies that have to be in place in order for connected vehicles to
2: become more widespread? The the key technologies uh, enabling or driving uh, connected cars are artificial intelligence, uh, blockchain, and 5G. Um, These are really the key ingredients to to drive connectivity in the automotive segment and, of course, also in other related areas. Um, What we currently see in China is that China is one of the countries where the readiness of adopting 5G is uh, the highest or is one of the highest uh, among the world. Um, we can also see a notice that the expected connections by the end of 2025 will exceed 400 million connections. Uh, that being in the private as well as in the, the business-related sectors, and these are um, the key foundations um, to enable connected car services.
0: Have you? Uh, can you add some, uh, something? Why uh, would you like to expand on any of those points?
1: So for the AI, I think it really support the heavily for the autonomous driver's wheel and because uh, look at the Chinese market, a lot of uh, Unicom like uh, Tencent, Alibaba. They already start to build up AI ecosystem to deploy it to the vehicle or automotive industries. The also like for example, the Baidu actually they launched the Apollo program to really like build up the end-to-end to solutions. Right now they have like a lot of engagement with uh, with OEMs to deploy the their services and the solutions. Then it's also like help the OEM to immediately like capture the customer data and also push the offerings directly to the end customer. Beside of that, like a uh, 5G definitely will be the foundations to really like enable all the connected services so to really have a uh, faster data connections and the transformations as well. And uh, definitely the one of the Chinese company like Huawei is uh, also in the like leading positions for that areas. And the blockchain, we even have uh, like more use, uh, interesting use cases to use for the mobility service, because uh, actually once the people using the mobility service, all the vehicles actually be considered as uh, assets, and how to really guarantee the assets in the security positions, and also not going to leaking any personal information by using the mobility service that's the areas actually the blockchain technology can really help on.
0: sure Sure. I fully understand the need for 5G, the, of course, the, the greater um, connectivity. This is fairly intuitive. But blockchain, I suppose, pertains to the security of the vehicles. With more connections to the IoT and, and certain sensors and things like this, there are going to be more potential. Well, the threat surface is going to be larger. Blockchain, I suppose, um, is about uh, ensuring the security of connected vehicles. And this is, this is important
2: as well. And this is also, I mean, security or data security is, is one of the foundations or one of the must-have. The China government um, is also um, implementing and pursuing or ensuring um, that this is in place with spearheading AI or the usage of AI in basically every aspect of uh, humans' daily life. Uh, for example, in China, if you enter um, the the metro. You have facial recognition uh, basically now in every supermarket and every vending machine. You can transfer money um, in your WeChat, in your Alipay accounts. So hence, data security is a must. And with that security of data security behind, um, people in China are way more encouraged to use and adopt new technology. AI, blockchain, and ultimately then at the later stage, 5G are the new ingredients for preparing the next wave of what is possible.
0: So let's, maybe this is uh, one for you way to to lead off on, to talk about the particular features that Chinese uh, customers are looking for in connected vehicles. Um, You know, is it infotainment or some kind of safety and time-saving features, smart navigation, for example?
1: First things I think is uh, autonomous driving. According to our like research, like 75% of, uh, of the customer is looking for this uh, actually uh, autonomous drive functionalities be deployed to the to the vehicle. And beside of that, uh, the safety and uh, also the time savings uh, definitely also the major interesting. For, for the market as we well. thank you. Um,
0: let's uh, and and Hannes, you touched upon this uh, China as being a, a kind of fertile testing ground or a kind of sandbox for for, for startups and, and and new innovations. Wei, is there anything you'd like to to add about um, the the startups and, and how much of a sort of fertile ground China is for for new uh, innovative technologies for connected vehicles?
1: If we look at the Chinese market the in. Entire like a uh, fundamental thing also being set up the all the infrastructure the site uh, 5g networkings all the like the, the other like uh, services also being be ready already. So by by those uh, startups and uh, actually we also uh, Can see a lot of uh, big players really invest a lot like uh, the internet company tencent baidu and alibaba and also all the telecom com- uh, companies like uh, China Unicom, China Mobile, also like uh, put a lot of investment for the connectivity services. And even the OEM themselves, uh, actually, they all have uh, settled on the R&D department to really like uh, put focus on the on the, uh, connectivity service as well. And, uh, also look at the, like a uh, foreign brand, like uh, the German brand or the American brand, or even the Japanese brand. Actually, there's a significant trend. They are going to really like move the, their own R&D to Chinese market to really design the services more suitable for the local customer because so, no doubt the Chinese, uh, Automotive market already became to the most uh, one of the most important market from from the global perspective.
0: Great, and and these um these these startups um are receiving like hu- huge what seems to me huge government support. Is that is that correct? I mean, it's like they're free. That I, I have notes here. SenseTime, Pony AI, and and Momenta are receiving quite quite substantial um, funding.
2: Absolutely. I mean, uh, new players by design um, always receive not necessarily only government funding, but in in China and Asia in general, we have a very active um, venture capitalist scene. And this scene is majorly driven also, again, by the Internet giants that made their fortune also in e-commerce or in in data trading, as in uh, Baidu, Alibaba and Tencent. Um, and these companies are looking now for new areas of growth uh, that is uh, not necessarily only uh, close to their core business, but they are reaching more and more out into new segments. And they have arrived um, now also in new car production, uh, including connected car solutions. And this is um, a major threat also, of course, for, for traditional OEMs that are now being attacked. Um, along the entire value chain, since in China, um, as you might know, um, in the major tier 1 cities at least, um, obtaining a license plate for gas driven vehicles is not very easy. You have to participate in a lottery and pay 10,000 euro in order to obtain a license plate. If you are already buying a new energy vehicle, this license can be obtained much easier. Hence, The Chinese car manufacturers have more or less already made the change to some extent to fully focusing on new energy vehicles and are now about to also front end, to some extent, the development in connected uh, vehicle or connected car solutions.
0: Wonderful. Thank you the the connected uh, vehicle trend radar makes a number of uh, recommendations for OEMs and how they can get ahead in China and um, and look to um, get a foot in the door so to speak so what can OEMs do to make uh, to make sure they they get a foothold in, in China
1: yeah so for the OEMs actually like uh... Then the first thing so what I suggest is uh, really they should change the business models compared to previously. Previously they like build up a design everything so like uh, by Biden headquarters or the R and D actually they don't have a very close connections with the local demandings. And uh, com- look at the internet companies so uh, which are really like strongly in the Chinese market and. Uh, what we can learn from them is that actually they are more close to the local customer and also try to build up the ecosystem to really engage deeply engage with customer. Then again, then the lesson learned for the for the OEMs to really like uh, set up the like ecosystem to open the door to all the market the players, to let them contribute their ideas, to build up more the more business models
2: for the Connecticut service. What, one thing maybe to add also um, to that is yes of course um, we recommend you to come to China but also at the same time what you will have to prepare for is heavy competition. Uh-huh. We talked a lot about the possibilities and the potentials the Chinese market offers. But at the same time, you need to be aware that this is a very high competition market, not only by um, traditional manufacturers you see in, in other parts of the world. You have on top of that um, many, many Chinese startups or companies that are trying to get the foot into the door. At the same time, you're having customers that are very impatient, although they are very welcoming, new technologies, new possibilities to test out. You have to have a compelling value proposition for them in a few seconds. If you miss that chance to really um, put something in front of them that has a lasting impact, you are out. So, yes, it is a great area for piloting new things um, and ultimately it will also strengthen you in the long run but you will probably have to prepare for an extremely rough landing and first ramp up phases before you see the fruits of all the efforts
0: great great well thank you and uh thank you once again both of you for taking the time to to join us i've enjoyed hearing your insights on on this uh, subject so thank you both so much
2: Thank you, too, Carl, for having us.
0: Thank you, Carl. Very welcome. Okay, and this is a a reminder to our listeners. coming episode is going to be focused on the EU and U.S. markets for connected vehicles. So thank you very much and uh, goodbye.